Boss Monster, a Glisten Plus and Brotherwise Games production. Episode 6. Boss Monster, begin! We should have turned around at the skull-shaped boulder. No, Killa said to turn right and then go through the swamp of despair. She did not. Did too. Ugh, can you two stop? All this arguing is making my brain sore. We were on day five of a hike that Killa said would only take three. Turns out it was super easy to get lost when the place you were walking through was called, wait for it, the Lost Forest. Things between Draculat had gone pretty not great. In fact, I was starting to think the vampire had been leading us in circles on purpose. I'm gonna fly up and look around. Yeah, right. Yo, you know these pointy ears mean I have vampire hearing, right? Too bad you don't have vampire seeing. Otherwise, we'd have been at the labyrinth by now. Whatever. Draculat soared into the air, disappearing into the treetops. As soon as he was gone, I stuck out my tongue. I saw that! Ah, I can't believe we got stuck with Draculame on this quest. You know, he's really not as bad as you think. Draculad is the worst! You know that. I'll admit, when Father Brain said he was going to be staying with us, I was less than enthused. But after long-term exposure, I've changed my hypothesis. He's actually... Pretty nice. I gasped. Sarabella had obviously gone insane. The stress of our adventure had warped her brain inside its jar of cerebral fluid. Remember all the times he's been mean to us? What about when we started that Venomade stand? Come on, kid. We were like three? He kept turning into a bat and scaring away all our customers? I think you need to give him another chance. There's more to him than you think. As if. I think he's sabotaging this whole thing. I could see Sarabella's brain bob in surprise. No way! What evidence do you have? Oh, I've got evidence. Just you wait. Guys, I found it. I found the labyrinth. Ah! Draculad had snuck up on us like he always did. Who does that? A saboteur? That too? I was going to prove it to Sarabella. I just needed more time. I spun around on Draculad. Are you sure? Yeah, totally. Because you did say that two times already. Once with the Owlbear Cave. Where we almost got eaten. And then with the Sleeping Specters. Where we almost got eaten again. Guys, trust. Draculad's got this. I hated to admit it, but when Draculad was right, he was right. Sitting in front of us was a massive pit, the bottom of which disappeared into deep shadow. At the edge, a cracked stone monolith read, Gorgana's Labyrinth. Next to it, a smaller wooden sign was covered with vines. Sarabella reached out a metal arm and pulled away some of the brush. It says, closed until further notice? Well, that's a little anticlimactic. So, what's the son of King Croak think we should do? Turn around and go home? Come on, Dracula, don't be like that. I wasn't going to let Mr. Cool Cape get away with being so smug. 
I puffed up my chest and marched over to the edge of the enormous chasm. We're going in. Cerebella's mechanical chassis squeaked in a way that I knew meant she was nervous, but was trying not to let it show. Um, are we sure about this? I've never been into another monster's dungeon uninvited, and never using the front entrance. On account of all the traps, it seems ill-advised and also a little rude. Marching into a dungeon is a total hero move. The kid knows all about heroes, doesn't he? That's why we almost got wrecked back in Traveler's Town. Remember? I remember someone sucking at hypnotizing a room full of barbarians. I told you, the lighting was bad. Lame. Dracula bared his fangs. I raised my claws. Cerebella extended her metallic arms and pushed us aside. Enough! This is exactly zero percent productive! Don't you remember why we're here? If we fail, final castle, home to the king of boss monsters, we'll fall. Do you want that to happen? I looked over at Draculad. The vampire sheathed his fangs. I lowered my claws. No. Let's just get this over with already. I took a few wary steps towards the entrance. It reminded me a lot of the bottomless pit back home. I kicked a stone with my foot. Well, at least we know this pit has a bottom. But how are we going to reach it? Why don't we just fly down? Because not all of us can turn into bats or possess weirdo floatiness, Draculad. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm awesome. Ugh. Oh, I just got boot rockets installed. But I don't know what the weight capacity is. We might burst into flames or crash into a million pieces. Let's consider that one plan B. Maybe we pack something useful into the bag of holding. Great idea, Cerebella! For the record, I hate that that bag has a mouth. Same. Harp of Calming, Circlet of Kibitzing. I know I packed something we could use. Aha! Boots of Flapping! On the ground were a pair of massive armored boots. Each sported a small set of leathery bat wings, which even now were quickly trying to flap away. Um, those look like they're King Croak sized. And you're just Kid Croak. Nah, I had a growth spurt over the summer. They'll fit just fine. Spoiler alert, they did not. I was practically swimming in them, the top of each boot coming all the way up to my hips. I tried to confidently stride forward, but only succeeded at almost tripping. See? No uh, problem at all. <laughs> hey, left boot, stop trying to fly away without me. Those actually don't look half bad. Just like Dracula had to sarcastically try to compliment me. The jerky jerk. I pretended not to hear him. Are you sure you don't want to risk the boot rockets? I only said we might crash. Come on, let's go! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Kid! For one terrifying second, I was sure I was about to plummet to my doom. But the boot's wings kicked into high gear and suddenly I was floating in midair. They're working! <laughs> Look, I'm flying! Hey, wait for us! Draculad went into bat mode, 
while Sarabella fired up her boot rockets. This is awesome! I love this! It was at that moment that the boots started to slip off my small feet, sending me tumbling in the air. Never mind, I hate it! Ah! I struggled to keep control. The boots flapping every which way, sending me bumping into what felt like every rock all the way down. Ow! Ugh. Ow! Are you okay, kid? Oh! Ow! Be fine! Oh! After what felt like an embarrassing amount of collisions, my head finally bonked onto solid ground. Oh, thank Gorg, it's over. Yikes, it's super dark down here. Not to worry, activating splunking mode. Lights! Cerebella's chest lit up, illuminating the snarling maw of a massive horned beast. She reached out and poked the creature's snout. I knew that. As if I heard you squeal. Dracula doesn't squeal. He gasps. Dramatically. According to reports, Gorgana is a Medusa Gigantica, a rare boss monster that can turn anyone into stone. Gigantica? No one knows how large she actually is, because no one's seen her for years. Probably because this is what happens if you do. I shivered. A dark, spooky labyrinth was bad enough, but now we were dealing with a Medusa? Even my dad is scared of her. She's bad news. Sarabella turned her chassis around, illuminating the sides of the pit. Several stone corridors led in different directions, each looking darker and more foreboding than the last. So, what's the plan, kid? Well, in any exploring situation like this, the most important thing we can do is stick together. No arguments from me, bro. This place has some wicked vibes. Seemingly from out of nowhere, a haunting melody slowly began drifting through the dark. My scales immediately bumped with fear. Do either of you hear that? Spooky singing? No, definitely not. Oh, okay, good. Let's, um, get moving, shall we? We quickly scooted through one of the corridors. Whoever built them seemed to know what they were doing. The walls appeared to be carefully carved, not a block out of place. Sarabella ran her metal fingers along the stone. Such precise construction. This could have taken centuries. Shh. I think I see someone up ahead. We all clammed up as we carefully crept forward, wary of what we might find. Armed guards? Trained monstrosities? Birthday clowns? False alarm. It's just more statues. Draculad was right. Although these statues weren't of monsters, they were a pair of humans. One had the telltale robes and intricately carved beard of a wizard. The other was a tall, strong woman swinging a sword. Two adventurers, forever frozen in their final moments. I took a deep breath. I guess we know what happens to all the adventurers that never came back. Turned to stone by Gorgana's gaze. Gnarly. Come on, let's keep moving. We followed the seemingly never-ending corridor, passing by more stone monsters and adventurers as we went. You know, we're kind of lucky. How do you figure that? Well, if all these heroes and monsters weren't turned to stone, we'd have to fight them. Somehow seeing them like this feels... 
worse. Fair point. Guys, look! We'd come to a large chamber with three separate corridors splitting off into different directions. Oh dear, I'm terribly indecisive when it comes to decision making. Where do you think we should go, kid? I had absolutely no idea which way we should go, but I wasn't about to tell Dracula that. Instead, I made a big show of reading the room, pacing between the different paths, sniffing the air, and, and, and even licking a bit of dust off the floor. Mmm, tangy. What's it mean? It means that there's a high concentration of, uh, boot rubber in the dirt, which obviously means an adventuring party has passed through, which means we go this way. I pointed at a random hallway and quietly gulped down my fear. One random corridor was just as likely to lead to the power crystal as any at this point. This would be fine. Probably. Sarabella buzzed with excitement. You really know your adventuring stuff. Ah, it's no big deal. This is pretty basic dungeoneering, you know? Hatchling stuff. As the three of us headed down the path I chose, Dracula had sidled over. Hey, uh, sorry about before. It's actually pretty cool that you know all this adventurer and human stuff. I'd never heard a vampire try to apologize before. But before I could say anything, a strange, sickly, sweet smell filled my nostrils. Do you guys smell that? Ew, not it. Well, I didn't do it. Whom smelt it, dealt it. Ugh, what is it with males and weird bodily functions? I I'm telling you, it wasn't me. Dude, I swear on the blood of my ancestors, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Ha ha ha, it's true. Something was very wrong. For whatever reason, I couldn't stop laughing and neither could Dracula. Which wouldn't have been so bad, except it was slowly becoming very hard to breathe. <laughs> what are you two laughing at? What's what? so funny? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> what, what's <laughs> what, What's happening? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. Come on, you two, tell me. I don't want to be left out. It's, it's not, oh, I can't, I can't control, I can't, I can't control it. This is because I'm a cyborg, isn't it? Ugh, you fleshies can be so rude. No, Sarah Bella. Breathe. Hold on. Analyzing the air. Oh no! The chamber is filled with goofberry gas and we're breathing in all of it! Stop breathing! You're just making it worse! Wait a minute. I'm gonna bring it in a jar. I don't breathe. Duh. Activating fan belt. Sarabella pressed a button and a large fan deployed from her lips and began to spin. Dracula and I were pretty much howling with laughter, my eyes burning with tears. My face hurts. Goofberry gas levels are lowering. <sighs> I never want to laugh again. <sighs> Come on, let's get out of here. I think there's a clear chamber up ahead. Shuffling into the next room, we once again found ourselves facing three familiar corridors. Hold up. Didn't we just do this? We can't be lost already. Well, it is a labyrinth. It's supposed to confuse you. Let me pick the hallway this time. Maybe then we won't nearly choke to death. Be my guest. 
Draculad began pointing between corridors. Eeny, meeny, miny, null. Catch a goblin by its toe. If it screeches, dig a hole. Eeny, meeny, mighty. That one. Draculad floated towards the far left entrance. We all craned our necks, peering down the dark passage. So, do we think this one's trapped too? Only one way to find out. The vampire took a wary step inside, then another, and another. He turned, giving us a fanged grin. Ha! Nailed it! Excellent! Hooray! We quickly made our way down the corridor, eyes and brains on the swivel for any signs of trouble. All these spooky halls remind me of my family dungeon back home. Draculord would love all this dust. My father brain's dungeon is way more high-tech. He's big on complex puzzles, mutations, lasers. Lasers? Rad. My dad is all about bigger being better. If it stabs, squishes, or slays, he wants one in his dungeon no matter the cost. Probably why he's the king. Hey, do you two see that? Looking up, I saw a small light at the end of the dark hallway. I think it's a way out. Let's go. We picked up the pace, but strangely, the light didn't appear any closer. What gives? Why aren't we getting any closer? Something is amiss. No kidding. Look down. Draculad was floating a few inches off the floor, which was the only reason we noticed it was moving backwards. It's a treadmill. I hate exercise. How devious. Uh, guys, don't look now, but I think this dungeon has smashinators. Cerebella's lamp illuminated several large smashinator hammers slamming down on the treadmill behind us. Unlike the exit, they were getting closer and fast. I sped up, willing my legs to move faster than they ever had before. Activating boot rockets! Cerebella's feet shot out little jets of flame as she hovered over the floor next to Dracula. Kid, hop on! Don't worry, I've got this! I stuck my claws into the bag of holding and began to pull out different items, certain I could find something that would get me out of this situation. <sighs> Cloak of blowing? No, uh, axe of the solar night? Uh, gauntlets of thunder? No. Bag of non-magic beans? Non-magic beans? Gross! Who put those in here? Come on, kid, just grab my hand! No, I can do this! You're gonna get smashed! I don't need your help! My claws closed around the last item in my bag. I pulled it with all my might only to find... Oh, come on! A ten-foot pole? I was gonna get squished. If only my dad could have seen me then. A total failure. Suddenly, Draculad swooped in low, shouting to be heard over all the chaos. Toss me the pole! What? Why? There's no time. Toss it. You just want to do something super cool and make me look bad. Draculad looked confused and held a hand up to his pointed ear. What? You heard me. I can't hear anything. I don't trust you. What? Kid, look out. Draculad's red eyes narrowed. He zoomed forward, grabbing the ten-foot pole out of my hand and throwing it into the dark. Somewhere, something complicated had just gotten jammed by Draculad's throw. 
I could hear gears and cogs wind down and slow as the smashinator stopped smashinating. Beneath my feet, I felt the floor come to a halt. Excellent use of trigonometric trajectory-based physics, Draculad! Uh, what? You just saved Kid from getting thoroughly flattened! Let's just get out of here. I was thankful it was so dark in the labyrinth as my cheeks heated up with embarrassment. Stupid Draculad. Stupid Smashinators. Stupid dungeon! As we entered yet another three-way chamber, my frustrations boiled over. I didn't need rescuing! I had it handled! And how did you even know where to shove the pole anyway? That was a one in a million shot! Uh, hello, creature of the night. I have super good night vision. Everyone in my family does? As if. Bro, where is this coming from? Why don't you tell me why you're sabotaging this quest? What? Guys? First you think I'm leading us in circles, now you're saying I should have let you get squished? What the heck? Hello? You're just trying to make me look bad in front of Cerebella so you can look good. Guys! What? what? Cerebella pointed. Two of the hallways were filled with statues, dozens and dozens of them. Humans, monsters, they seem to come in every shape and size. That's not creepy at all. Little did Draculad know, it was about to get worse. Never mind, it's creepy. Definitely creepy. I think it's getting closer. Fear slithered up my spine. Something was coming, something big. We should turn back. I'm pretty sure I can remember the way we came. Turning to look, we saw our path back was now blocked by more statues. Statues that hadn't been standing there when we entered. Oh. My. Cork. Dudes, I've got a bad feeling about this. Impossible! There were no statues where we just came from. Unless... Slowly, one of the statues, a fawn, turned its antlered head towards us. Then another statue of a wizard followed suit, and another, and another. In moments, all the statues began to move. Stony arms stiffly reached out while marbled legs started shuffling forward. They're alive! Fascinating. Fascinating? Sorry, I'm 50% excited and 50% terrified beyond reason. They've got us surrounded. As if things couldn't get any worse, the spooky humming was getting closer. We were all out of options. Run! <sighs> Through the open doorway! We rushed forward as we heard an army of stone begin to chase after behind us. I thought things couldn't possibly get any worse. That's when I saw what was in the next room. Oh, it can't be. Not floaty platforms. My arch nemesis. No matter how many times I tried to jump them back home, I always failed. Oh, look, there's a river of lava too. Sure enough, I looked down and was greeted with the warm, red glow of molten death bubbling hundreds of feet below. Wow, this place keeps getting cooler and cooler. This is so not fair. The statues are getting closer. Looking back, I could see she was right. We only had seconds before they caught us. Jump! I narrowed my eyes and leaped forward, landing safely on both legs. A moment later, Sarah Bella's treaded feet landed next to mine. 
Above us, Draculat floated through the air. I'll meet you on the other side. Cerebella, what about your boot rockets? Out of fuel. Okay, don't worry. We'll get past this together. Just keep your focus on where the floaty platforms are going to be. Got it? I think so. One at a time, Cerebella and I jumped from platform to platform. It was a struggle at first. Cerebella's cyborg body wasn't built for graceful landings, but after a few tries, she got the hang of it. Keep it up, dudes! Not helping! Suddenly, the platform started to do something I'd never seen before. It began to spin. No fair! Rat, I gotta get some of these in my dungeon back home. Don't worry, I think I can map this out. Just give me a second. Find the distance, account for the lack of wind speed, carry the velocity. I looked back at the platforms we'd just come from. Slowly, stone statues were making leaps of their own. They were catching up. Cerebella! Got it! Hold on to your insides! Cerebella wrapped her mechanical arms around me, took a running start, and jumped! Cerebella's legs were a blur as we ping-ponged from platform to platform, her feet barely touching the ground. In seconds, we had doubled our distance and made it safely across the lava. Yo! That was insane! Yeah, Cerebella, you were incredible! Aw, it's just basic physics. Come on, while you guys were jumping, I found the exit. Up ahead, we could see a bright light emanating from a doorway. Daylight, a way out! As much as I didn't want to leave the labyrinth without the power crystal, I did want to leave without getting crushed by a stone army or being burned up by a river of lava. The three of us raced up the stone stairway, through the chamber exit, and into the blinding white of daylight. Or at least what we thought was daylight. Ah, uh, too bright. What gives? Draculad was right. The glow was excruciating. Peeking through my claws, I saw not blue skies and sunshine, but an enormous floating gem. It's a power crystal. It's gigantic. Bigger than any ever recorded. Double the size of yours, kid. It could power Final Castle for centuries. Let's snag it and dip. The strange song was back, but it wasn't echoing through the halls of the labyrinth anymore. It was in here, in the room with us. We weren't alone. Kid, behind us! Turning slowly, I stared in horror as the archway we came through began to uncurl as a large serpentine form detached from the wall. A thousand small scales scraped across the stone floor as an enormous serpent woman with piercing gold eyes and writhing hair loomed over us. The glow of the power crystal illuminating her sharp features. Slowly, a venomous grin creeped across her lips. What's this? Leaving so soon? I gulped down what I knew was going to be my final breath. Things had just gone from bad to cursed. Continue. Boss Monster Adventures, starring Noah Bentley as Kid Croak, Tristan Alaric Chen as Dracula, Maddie O'Neill as Sarah Bella, Layla Burzins, Grace Rolick, 
and Jeff Shine. Written by Matthew Barnett. Directed by Adam J. Epstein. Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein. Produced by Chris O'Neill and Johnny O'Neill. Edited and mixed by Christopher Sousa. Additional voices by Ed Cunningham and Jason Kelly. Boss Monster Adventures is a Brotherwise Games and Listen Plus production.